0: Good afternoon, folks um, on the road. So I ahead to make this real quick. I want to talk to you about understanding all sides. A lot of people like to say, understand both sides. But there's not only two sides to an issue. Sometimes there's four sides. Sometimes there's six. Sometimes there's eight. Sometimes there's 35 different things that affect the reasoning as to why this is that one outcome. So let me give you a quick example. Uh, there's a lot of people that always like to talk about relationships and how relationships end, right? Uh, but they never talk about the factors that keep relationships together. And then when they do, they give you one thing. Oh, well, if you sacrifice and this person sacrifice, then it's all good. Or if this person's making money and you're making money, then everything else is going to work out. But they never talk about the things in between. So here's something that is multifaceted, has a word Side and something that will keep your relationship together. It's called compromise, right? And not compromising in the traditional sense that you're thinking, uh what me and my wife like to say is if she wants pizza for dinner and I want chicken for dinner, we'll both get Chinese. Now what that means is not that both of us get pizza uh and both of us or both of us gets chicken. Not that because we go to the Chinese spot, I can get chicken and she can get some type of Chinese pizza. No, it means that both of us want something, but it's not necessarily what we need. And until we understand what we need, we can't fulfill the, the, the other person's wants because that's what you're there for uh, in, a, in a sense, when it's all we talk about our relationships anyways, is to feel, fulfill some of the wants. Uh, you both need each other because we are interdependent people. Not dependent, but interdependent, meaning that I can't do any of the things that I want to do without you. And that's why it's imperative for you to find that right person. I live 10 times longer when I find that right mate, you know, uh, vice versa for the woman. Uh, you're, you're able to to put your finances together and get that dream house or that dream car. You're able to take care of kids together. Kids are are, are better served when they have both sides of the dynamic. Now, with that compromise, there's another factor. It's called willingness. You got to be willing to compromise with that person. You got to not want your way all the time. You got to be an adult enough, or you have to take enough accountability to say, "Hey, you know, this woman sacrificed." And I'm only speaking from the man's point of view because I really can't speak from a woman's point of view. I'm not a woman. Uh, you, the 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 man has to step, take a step back and say, "This woman sacrifices." a lot for me all the time and although i really want this chick i'm not gonna make myself unhappy by getting her pizza and then oh i'll just find something to eat there because whoever said happy wife happy life that's a lot it's happy couple happy life because the both of you have to be happy whenever there's one person happy and one other person and one person it 99% of the time ends in divorce. 99% of the time. And then there's that, that 1% of the time where the person is just sticking it out because of financial reasons or because they don't want to get separated for the kids or things like that. So, what I want you to understand you have to compromise, you have to take accountability. That in itself is suicide. The overall goal is compromise, it's understanding that you can't always get what you want on both ends, And she has to take accountability herself as well and says, This man uh, uh does a lot for me and I don't mean just tangible things. Oh, he buys me things and takes me places. No, sometimes he makes sacrifice and standing because there may be something that you're saying out of your mouth that completely rubs him the wrong way. And he's told you about it the time and time the time again and then you continue do it because to you it's not that serious so what i want you to understand is take some time to take some accountability one take some time to understand that you can't get all the way to get what you want all the time two take some time to understand that you have to love the person enough to put your wants aside and make sure that the needs are focused on more than anything else stop listening to these people who give you quick fixes by saying if you do this you'll get this result you will never get the result that they're talking about so that's been my time. Y'all have a good day. All right. What's going on, people? I know it's been a while. Um, just been winding down for these Christmas holidays. Uh, kind of wanted to come to you real quick about I've been on this relationship thing lately. And only because I've seen an influx and in people having no clue what it means to be in a uh, in a working, functional uh, non-toxic relationship and as I go through you know I just kind of want to point out some things and whatnot and I'll get more into depth uh, there's a lot of people that always like to ask you what your qualifications are as to why uh, you should be given the relationship advice and and sometimes the qualifications is as simple as well I've been in a relationship for 16 years I've been married for 16 years uh well I've been I've been married for 16 years I've been in a relationship a little bit longer than that so <laughs> so uh, it's 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 always funny to hear that that type of um that type of thing, because no matter what your qualifications are, there's always somebody out there that is willing to discredit your qualifications to say, oh, well, you know, you can't speak on this type of relationship because of this or, you know, uh, I'm not going to listen to you because you date this type of person or you haven't been in a relationship long enough for me. And what about this circumstance? And there's so many things that uh, they want to talk about that will cause a relationship to go astray. But. In the end, it's not anything significant. It's pretty much you. Um, you are the cause of the bad relationship, and um, I'm in my truck right now. So, forgive me if you hear sounds outside and whatnot. So, here's the thing. There's there's this influx of people who feel the who feel like. The relationship has to be all about them. All about them. No no way, shape, form, or fashion is it about the other person. So when you hear them talk, the first thing that they talk about is, what can you provide me? What can you do for me? What can you give uh, me that I can't give myself? What... What is it that you're going to do for me in the end? You know, are you feeding me in this this sort of manner? Well, when I was little, I seen my mom have this type of relationship, or I seen my dad or my grandparents have this type of relationship. And that's the type of relationship that I want. And if you can't give me that, then we don't need to be together. And there's all these people that want to uh mix dating with actual courting and looking for long-term love, looking for a long-term uh partnership or companionship however you want to say it um and these, these this is where your first mistake comes you you're sabotaging yourself before you even get with somebody that could potentially be that person that you walk this journey of life with for the rest of your life um one of the things that I learned uh, and and trust me I didn't do everything right but what I was was very persistent uh i was i was always paying attention to um not only her mistakes but my mistakes as well and later on i'm gonna have her come on to the show and you know we're gonna talk and we're gonna let you know some things about our relationship some mistakes we had some things that we we did that worked very well and and how and why we're still in the relationship uh today is happily married 16 years in you know four kids and and doing well don't don't have don't have the issues not a third of the issues that younger couples have, uh, uh, or couples of this generation, because it's not necessarily just young couples. It's, it's couples of this generation. So one of the first things I want to talk about is that selfishness is that, is that, that narcissism that's that that is so ever so present in today's generation, Uh, whether you're young or old. Um, if you are so into yourself that, that's the first thing you think of when you're thinking about a relationship, then you're not ready for a relationship, period. Uh, you may be ready for dating and, and, you know, just a little casual dating and, and, you know, going out on the, uh, the little outings and going to the movies. And, you know, if you're the girl, then you get him to, to do things for you. If you're the guy, then, then you try to, you know, have a pretty woman on your arm and, you know, for maybe a week or two or maybe a month and then you switch and you get someone else. If that's your if that's your thing, then you can't speak on relationships, uh, even though they're relationships, they're short term relationships. So you can't speak on people who are looking to get married and whether you're looking to get married in the traditional sense, uh, you know, licensing and all of that stuff, or you feel some type of way about the way the country is ran and the way that uh marriage is, is is solely predicated legally uh, on, on the woman and you just want to be together forever and you want to have kids and you want to get married spiritually that's fine as well but when you're talking about spending your life with somebody um there's there's a level of selflessness that you have to reach in order for that relationships to start functioning on all cylinders and and when you get these narcissistic people that that uh and and not just narcissistic uh it's it's little hints of selfishness that grow into giant selfishness <laughs> grow into giant selfishness patterns and things of that nature That like there's not enough technical terms for me to spit at you for you to understand what i mean but you know what i mean when you see it though i i gave you all the examples those are the people that say things like that and you have to watch what people say Uh, if you're, if you've been with me long enough, you know that I always say words of spells and depending on, uh, what the person says will depend on whether or not they're going to cast a spell on you in that manner. So you have to be careful about what they say. You have to be careful about how you respond. So with that being said, um, you, when these people say these things like this, when they talk about what are you going to bring to the table, although they didn't put me in it or I That's still a selfish statement because they're looking for you to bring something to the table, uh, for them, not for the relationship. And, and if you're looking for a long-term relationship, that should be your first sign to hightail it out of there as quickly as you possibly can. Um, I wouldn't stay there. I wouldn't stay there at all. Um, that, that, that you cannot be selfish in a relationship. Everything that you do, has to be for the other person that you're trying to be with and if that other person gives you that same respect and that same regard and everything that they do is for you then nobody's uh at 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 risk of not being taken care of uh the both parties are going to be taken care of and then in the midst of that when you fill that person up with that type of love They have no problem when you, when you want to have some you time or go out with the fellas or go out with, with the girls and, you know, you just want to be by yourself or something like that. There's no insecurities. There's no lack. There's no, there's no, there's no thoughts of, oh, well, uh, he's not with me. So I wonder what he's doing. Let me call him 15 times a day and figure out if I need to, you know, pop up on him or, you know, for the dude, you know, she could be out there. It's not, it's not, it's, it's my turn. You know, she's not mine. I'm just, you know, I'm just here for the moment. And she's probably got 16 other dudes on the side. Like these are all things, again, words of spells. So while you're speaking this stuff. Understand that manifestation is real. And that is one of the things that trips me out about some of the people who call themselves woke or conscious. They always talk about manifestation. You want if if you listen to them, they will talk about that. 10 times out of a out of a conversation in 20 minutes and they will say, oh, if you if you think this and you say this and you do these little practices, then you can manifest these things in your life. But they never take that same approach when they're talking about their relationships or they're talking. They're speaking negatively uh, into a situation or something. They don't think that the negative that they say manifests in their life. So if you're one of those people, you got to understand that these things work both ways. It's called duality. You can't have one without the other. You can't have good without evil, right? You don't know what good is until you've met bad. You don't know what bad is until you've met good. And when you can decipher between the two, when you have the two to compare each other to, then you can make your choices based off of that. Some people choose the bad and it's not bad to them. They don't look at it as bad. They just look at it as different and they go a different way than you. But sometimes it's hard for you to understand because you don't have anything to compare it against. Now, how does that fit into relationships? You cannot go into relationships thinking that the woman you're talking to or the man you're talking to has more people on the side that they're going to deal with while they're dealing, while they're dealing with you. If that's your thought process, then don't even date long. Don't don't try to get into a long-term relationship with anybody. Just date them really quickly. You know, as soon as you see something, you don't like hightail it out of there. But don't be the one to give relationship advice to those who really are looking for love. And that is so misleading. That is so misguiding. That is so devious and spiteful and vindictive of you to steer someone away from, uh, love and, and, and monogamy. Some people want to be in a monogamous relationship. I know a lot of guys. A lot of guys, and I i mean, I know a lot of people, you know, if, if you looked up any of my other stuff, you know that, you know, I was in the Marine Corps for almost 10 years, you know, that I played basketball, I played football, I know a lot of guys who are not wanting to be with a whole bunch of women, but they keep getting dumped because they're the nice guy, because they got interested, because they pick up the phone and they call and they send texts and they send flowers and they send candy and they're interested and they're engaged. And the woman somehow or another gets bored. Now, is that all of the woman's fault? No, it has a lot to do with the women that the men are attracted to vices the women that are attracted to them. And that's that's a big portion of this relationship thing as well. You you cannot negate the people who are attracted to you. You have to take some interest into them because that'll tell you a lot about yourself. If you're only going after women that you're attracted to, if you're only going after men that you're attracted to, then you're acting superficial, superficially. I'm sorry. You're, You're not you're not basing your your uh critiquing of that person on anything other than tangible stuff or or the or or what do they say aesthetics you're basing it off of how this person looks does she have a nice body does she have a nice smile does she have nice lips does she do her makeup does he have a six-pack does he have like little shoulder muscles and all of that stuff and when you're looking on the outside and you're saying oh i'm attracted to them you're only attracted to them physically Not mentally, not spiritually, and for sure not emotionally. You haven't been around them long enough. But there's the person that always hangs around you, you know? There's a person that always finds a way to you know, listen to you and kind of pop up with a gift or say, hey, you want to go to this concert or hey, you want to go to the movies with me? I know you like this, you know, so come on, spend some time with me. And that could be your best male or female friend, you know, in that regard. But you don't look at them in, a, in an attractive manner. You don't realize that that's relationship building. If that person that you're looking to be with is not your best friend already, then there's no reason for you to be in a long term relationship. Now, I know I'm already, you know, 12 minutes into this. If you are a dater and you're not looking to get married, you're not looking to be with a man or a woman for a long period of time, you're not looking to get married or just be in a monogamous committed relationship, then you need not listen to this. This is not for you. I'm not going to steer you uh I'm not going to steer you wrong, but I'm also not going to put any effort into talking to you because I can't speak from the side of dating anymore. I have not dated in almost 20 years and the person that I dated, I'm married to. So uh, my advice is not for you. um, Not at all. Unless you want to be in a relationship. Now, for those of you who want to be in a relationship, get married, get that person and, you know, be with them. And that's the only person that you feel like is for you. Then. Now you need to tune in to my perspective wisdom and, and trust me, the relationships are not the only thing that I'm going to touch on. I touch on a lot of things, Uh, a lot of things that I have been through or directly connected to. That's why I call it perspective wisdom. So, you know, back to the relationship thing, you have to realize that those people who are around you are attracted to you. And when you say attraction, it is not a one dimensional word. Attraction is not just physical, it's spiritual, it's mental, and it's emotional. So if somebody's emotionally or spiritually or or uh mentally attracted to you, they're going to want to be around you. They're going to want to feed off of you, uh, feed off the positive energy that you give and stuff like that. Not energy vampires, the people who want to drain you and all of that stuff. No, the people who genuinely want to be in your presence and they enjoy your company. You have to pay attention to that. Not that you have to date them. You have to pay attention to why they want to be in your presence. Every now and then, ask them a quick question. Say, hey, you know, why do you always want to be around me? You know, I'm just you know, I'm just curious. I, I want to know what's going on. And they'll tell you everything you need to know. And once you know about that person, you will know what type of people are attracted to you. So then when you go out and if you're a girl and, and, and a guy approaches you, if you're a guy and you're approaching a girl, And she doesn't fit any of these character traits. And you know, hey, let me take a step back. Let me take this slowly because maybe she's being standoffers. Maybe he's putting up a wall because he's been hurting past relationships. If you want to pursue a person, then you got to know yourself first. Now, I have another uh, podcast that talks about self-love. When I talk about self-love, I don't talk about selfish love. I talk about understanding what it is that you like, what it is that you need and what you're willing to to do to get that thing. I talk about how when you do for other people, you can find yourself in other people and it's not being validated by them because people like to throw that out there really quickly. There are so many narrow minded folks out here that are giving advice across this Internet uh, platform nowadays that, that they are very narrow minded and they don't understand that words have multiple meanings because that's just the way that our our language is set up so you don't have to be validated by another person that's not what that means what it means uh what what finding yourself sometimes in other people means is that we we are all interconnected we are all interdependent we're not dependent but we're interdependent that means we have we and in that in that interdependency we have similarities and those similarities We can't see until we're looking at the other person. It's almost like looking in the mirror. You don't know what you look like until you look in the mirror because you're at first-person view. So when you look in the mirror and something is reflecting back to you, you can have a good judge of who you are and be like, oh, okay, well, this is something I need to fix or this is something that I'm cool with. This is something I like about myself. This is something I need to work on. And until you can get that type of honesty with yourself, You know, that falls along the lines of self-love, then it's going to be kind of hard for you to figure out anything else or navigate anything else, uh, through this relationship, um, through this, through these relationship mazes. So I just wanted to come to you real quickly, you know, uh, and talk to you about that. I am going to be doing a little bit more on this. I'm going to make sure I have, uh, substantial notes. There's a couple of, uh youtube stations that i kind of want you to go to and look at and listen to the person and not because i'm trying to bash them but i'm trying to show you uh the 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 missing pieces and what it is that they're giving and why their advice is so wayward or dangerous to people who want to who who are looking for love who are looking for long-term relationships and when they start to generalize uh, that is the most dangerous information that you can possibly give uh, when you generalize, because that means the person is not taking the time to to do the research, um, not just statistically, because we all know statistics can be skewed to make any point. But to do the research as far as deep within themselves, have they have they encountered that, you know, first or second person uh, experience? Uh, have they talked to people? You know, have they sat down and thought about what it is that they're saying and why this thing are? Uh, have they read between the lines in this type of situation? So when you say, you know, uh, if, uh, I, I don't want to date outside my race. Uh, when you say that, you know, are you saying that from a place of hate? Or are you saying that from a place of loving, uh, who looks like you? You know, loving that reflection in the mirror, and 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 that's why you want to be with a black woman or a white woman or a black man or a white man or Asian or Latino, whatever whatever your choice is. Is that why you want to date that person? Is that why you want to be in a relationship? Now. With that being said, are you going to allow everybody else to put pressure on your relationship as to whether or not you're going to be with this person? Regardless of if you have a mental, spiritual, emotional, uh, or physical connection to them, are you going to allow the outside people to tear you apart because their opinions and they want to throw these facts and these statistics on why you shouldn't be with this person? And they will destroy your relationship, not because it's what's best for you, but because that's what they want to do. That is narcissism. That is the selfishness that you need to stay away from. And that's what you need not participate in. Don't tell somebody else that they can only love these type of people because this is good for the culture or this is good for that. And and for one, you're not even in a relationship yourself. So those things I have problems with Um that's the only reason why I'm going to be talking about some people's uh YouTube channels and things of that nature, Uh not to degrade them, not to downplay them or anything, but just to help just to expound upon so that you can understand what it is that you need to look out for. So with that being said, uh it'll probably be after the new year, by the time I can get back to you guys. Uh I thank you. I thank you. I appreciate you listening to me. Um, it's been a long time. I've been holding a lot in and now instead of sitting on the sidelines, I'm gonna start sharing some of my wisdom. So appreciate y'all and I'll talk to you later. Hey, what's happening, people? Um back at it again with another little quick one. Um one of the things I wanted to touch on was uh I just got done not too long ago doing a little quick YouTube um video on Women raising men, specifically black women feeling like they have to raise men. right. And black men going so hard back at women to say, you know, you don't have to raise us. What about this? And then they point out the bad things about black women. Now, one of the things that you may not know, because obviously it's a radio station, you can't see me is I'm black as well. Right. So I speak a lot of my advice, a lot of my wisdom that I give. Is is directly aimed at black folks, uh, men and women. Um, but if you're not black and you take some liking to what I say, you know, more power to you. Uh, I'm 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 very eclectic. Doesn't matter to me. Uh, but my primary focus is black men and black women because that's the existence that I live. Right. That's the that's the life that I live, and all of the things that black men and black women deal with on a regular basis is uh, what I deal with on a regular basis. Now, how I deal with it may be different from the typical black man and black woman. Uh, So that's where my advice and my wisdom and my teachings come from. Uh, These are also things that I teach my kids. Uh, Both my YouTube channel and this channel is directly aimed at black men and black women and also a reference point for my children as they get older, because I know they're going to Google me. I know they're going to, you know, listen to my stuff. I know they're going to have hold of my content. So all of my stuff is directed to them. But I wanted to say real quick on the women feeling like they have to raise men. Um, This is a, this is a, this is a product of you not looking at yourself and your mistakes and your shortcomings and the things that you need to learn and grow and evolve. Uh, I hate to use the word evolve, but that's the word that a lot of young uh, people of this generation use as evolve. Those are the things that you need to take heed to before you go speaking rhetoric like you have to raise a man. Now, here's the thing. What you define as a man, uh, you shouldn't have to raise. Right. Uh, and, and they should just come with certain issues. But we all know. There are a lot of things in this world that keep people from growing up, men and women, that keep people stagnant, that keep people from certain successes that they want to achieve in their lives. And because we're human, our emotions sometimes get the best of us. And sometimes other people get affected by the emotions that we're dealing with. So if I am uh, hurt or bewildered, or I've been cast it aside and set aside so many times by either the general public or women that I've tried to date. Um, Sometimes another woman that will come into your life will get the, 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 the bulk of that attitude or that hurt or that pain. And she will turn around and generalize that pain that she received from you and relegate it to all men, which that is the absolute wrong thing to do. And these are the people that are toxic. Now, am I saying they're toxic and you need to stay away from them? No, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is sometimes, You have to love people enough to know how to talk to them, to let them know what the problem is. What what is the shortcoming? Why do you feel like this? You know, let's talk about this, that and the third and be willing to listen to them and be willing to listen to them in their pain and in their hurt and in their struggle. Now, with that being said, one of the things with pain, hurt and struggle is that uh, you can't control how it comes out. There's there's no way for you to control that uh, unless you control the other person. And then, you know, that's a whole different story. And that's something that you don't want to do is try to control somebody because that will always, 100% of the time, backfire. Now, back to the topic of men. The, the There's a YouTube video. If you get on the YouTube and, and you type in, you know, black women feeling like they have to raise men there's a myriad of things that will come up uh but this this particularly young lady was in the in the car and she was just venting basically saying all of these things about how uh black women have to teach men how to clean themselves and how to how to how to do this how to love how to be patient how to and and she's just tired of it why do black women have to be left with that responsibility well you number one you don't speak for all black women uh, some black women know that that is a calling for them to not raise a man, but be a, a certain man. Peace. Right. And for a certain black woman, that's not their That's not their calling. That's not what and when I say calling not biblically. I'm not talking about Christianity or no junk like that. I'm talking about what your life's purpose is in this universe based off of the person that you are, the demeanor that you have the level of patience that you exude, and all of those things in between, right? All of those things factor into the type of people you're able to talk to, deal with, and reach, and and ultimately help. And you can't help anybody that your personality doesn't allow you to do so. That's why there are so many relationship gurus and um, dating coaches and, and all of these things, right? And some of these people aren't qualified at all. And I ain't talking about going to school and getting a piece of paper and saying you're a qualified relationship expert. I mean, qualified as in you can't handle your own affairs. So you cannot tell anybody how to handle their affairs. There is any uh, resemblance of you or remotely like you or share any things in common with you. So nine times out of ten, what makes a excellent therapist As the fact that that therapist has been through things can embody those things that they've been through and solve and then give you a explanation not necessarily a solution because people come up with solutions by themselves give you a a a good roundabout way of how they solve their problems and how this could apply with you in your life and you just need to you know eat the fish and spit out the bones you need to take some of this stuff that i say And really, really hold on to it, really, you know, meditate on it and let it sit on you for a little while. And maybe you can come to a resolve in your problem. That's what makes a good therapist or a good counselor or a good teacher or coach, you know, all of the good leader, whatever you want to call it, whatever title you want to put across that. When people can help other people and, and, you know, you have these these people to go through things. And uh, let me stop that statement. You have these people to go through things. And they come out on the other side. And, and the, the question is always, well, how did you you know beat this addiction? How did you overcome this fear? And they can resort back to a person or a couple of people in their lives. And I say, oh, you know, my third grade teacher, uh, Mrs. Humphrey, she 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 instilled in me that blah, 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 blah. OK, well, that is a product of a person who y'all have similar uh, personalities and character traits. And that person who's been through what you're going through was able to convey to you in a way where you could take what they said and put your spin on it and create a solution. And that stuck with you and you were able to come out of the problem. That's why they can go back and say that this specific person helped me. You know, oftentimes they can't tell you why, but that's why. So what I'm saying is, with this sister uh you don't have to raise men so if i can take a minute uh to speak to all the all of the sisters that feel like they have to raise the men uh in order to date them and stuff like that if that is not your character trait if that is not your personality you know to be a a a a help uh for someone else getting through their problems issues and 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 downfalls if that is not something that is in your character trait that is in your personality that is in that is in anything any portion of your your spirit and your your heart and your soul in which you want to help that person get to a better person get to a better position in life and I, I don't mean tangibly I don't mean success wise as in a job or a house or a car or money I mean help them get to a better place in their life spiritually or emotionally you know or mentally if that's not you then you should not take on that responsibility especially not when you're trying to date somebody to be in a relationship with them number one you're not ready to date you're not ready to date if if dating consists of what a person can do for you and then you may give them a little something in gratitude of what they have done for you uh, tangibly, then you're not ready to date. If you're looking for a relationship, if you're looking for a husband or a wife, and and well, right now we're going to sector this off and let's just talk to the women. If you're looking for a husband, there's no way you can find a real husband, a companion to be with for the rest of your life. If in your eyes, this man is beneath you, And you have to raise him up for a child to be for you. You have to teach him this and you have to snap him and whip him into shape. He's not a product. He's not a project. He's not your child. Right. So if you have that mindset, then you don't need to be with anybody. You don't need to be dating. You don't need to be hanging around a whole bunch of men. You need to be focused on your work. Focused on getting your money, focused on all of those tangible things. That's what you need to be focused on. You need not look for a man, period. If a man come to you to talk to you, to date and stuff like that, you can respectfully decline and keep moving about your business. Because until you're emotionally in a good place where you can handle another person in your life and knowing that that other person has problems, you just don't know what the problems are then you're not fit to date. You're not fit to look for a relationship. There's nobody perfect, right? That is a, that is a saying, but people say it in a cliche manner as if to use it when they want to weaponize it against other folks. They can say, I'm not going to apologize for whatever I did because nobody's perfect. But when you do something wrong, they expect you to be perfect. These are people who are confused about what it is that that life is really about and what people really entail, what it means when you have to bring somebody else into your life. And until you can accept that person's flaws, and like I said, help them get to a better emotional or mental or spiritual uh, platform, or not platform, but mindset, until you can help them get to that better place and you can do it without looking for anything in return, you're not fit to be. Looking for a relationship, same thing with men. So let's sector this off. Like I said, talking to the men, if you're not willing to accept that this woman, because she's the woman, she's been courted a thousand times more than you. And she's met a thousand guys that have some of your similar character traits. But the one thing that she hasn't dealt with in her life she projects onto those thousand men before you and that's the similar character trait that she keeps finding that keeps ending the relationships understand that if you do something right you can just be you but your character trait may resemble another man in some way shape or form and then bam she thinks you're just like every other man and and she generalizes you understand that that's a very real possibility and if you do love her like you say you love her, if you love the things about her and you can see her for her and not her afflictions, then you can you can court her. You can try to be in a relationship with her. You can try to look past these things. But if you're not willing to do that, don't waste her time. Don't waste her time and yours at all. Go focus on your money. Go focus on your house, your car, getting your career straight and all of that things. And then when you're willing to help somebody without looking for anything in return, when you're willing to share your life And when you're willing to understand that people have problems and that nobody's perfect and that at some point in time, she's going to do something that's going to make you think that she's just like every other woman. But she's not. It's just a similar trait. It's just a similar trait because we're human and we all have emotions. And emotions is a giant plethora of things. But sometimes those emotions mimic other people's emotions that we couldn't deal with uh, past relationships or past hurts or things like that. Until you're willing to accept all of those things, then you're not fit to be in a relationship. And you should just move on. And you should just focus on yourself. And these are these are ancient. Time old universal principles that we ignore because society tells us to ignore them, because society is constructed and designed to keep you under its foot, to keep you unhappy, to keep you on a hamster wheel, to keep you searching for things that you don't even know what you're searching for. And until you can understand that, you really can't move forward in life. Now, I, I always tell y'all in these in these podcasts, I'm married. I've been married. 12 years been together for 16 years. Have I dated? Yes. I dated before my wife. Did I find similar character traits in the women that I dated? They were just like my wife. Absolutely. But the difference between those women and why we didn't make it and why me and my wife got together, got engaged for a year, lived together, bit uh, was friends and all of that other stuff took us a long time before we got intimate, like somewhere around six or seven months. Um, Because I wanted to make sure that she was my friend first. I wanted to make sure she was my friend first before I go mixing sexual pleasures with friendship. You can't mix those two because if you can't differentiate, then everybody that you're sexually attracted to, you think you can be in a relationship with. And the two are completely different. But when they come together in the same person, it builds lasting bonds that no one else can touch. And until you can take these things seriously, you're not fit to be in a relationship. There was a time when me and her were not fit to be in relationships, but we worked through it. And that's why I can say, you know, I love my wife unconditionally. It doesn't matter what she does or says, you know, I can see where there's a problem at sometimes. And if I can't, I can sit down and talk to her and be like, hey, you know, what is it? What's the problem? And she can yell and she can fuss and she can cuss and she can flip out. She can break things. <clears throat> Excuse me. And at the end of it all, she can say, look, I was mad. I was upset. This is why. Because I allow her to get that that stuff out. I didn't try to stop her from being a person. I didn't try to stop her from having emotions and feelings and and try to uh, make her succumb to my will. And she's going to do what I, she needs to be submissive. No, I allow her to be the person that she is. And in doing so, there's an appreciation that is unspoken that comes along with it. So do you have to raise anybody, young lady? No, you don't. You have to raise yourself. That's what you have to raise. Your parents can do but so much for you. And once it's time to set you loose in the world, uh, because they can't prepare you for everything in the world. Once it's time to set you loose in the world. Sometimes uh, you'll be taken on a path that's way different than your parents wanted you for and try to prepare you for. They try to prepare you for the best, but you may seek out the worst. And that's just that's just human nature. And once you seek out that worst and you don't got enough of it, and now you want to come back. And sometimes, sometimes because you've been through the worst, you're going to project that on the persons uh, that you deal with. And all those persons that you are projecting that life that you then came from that it's going to seem like that's reality to you because that it is, it is you, you have made that a reality for yourself and and you begin to speak these things behind it. Oh, all man, ain't no good. Why do I got to raise a nigga? A nigga is this and is that, and you're saying all these things out of your mouth and all you're doing is reinforcing the negative stuff that you've already lived. You can't want better and always focus and talk on the worst. Right. You have to speak some things into existence. So what I'm telling you is understand that that young lady has not been taught to feel. And she's been hurt so many times that now her feelings are in a box. And she thinks that that's the way she has to be in order to operate in the world because she shut her feelings off, put them in the box. And now things seems things, 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 not relationships, things are going okay for her. She has a nice car. You know, she's pretty. She has clothes. She has a good job. She's on her grind. She's getting her money and she's associating her relationship woes with how the rest of life and reality works. People do that. And until you understand those things, you really won't get why I'm saying what I'm saying. So young lady know, you don't have to raise men. And men know you don't have to raise women. What you have to do is be accountable for yourself and your actions, your feelings and your emotions, and you have to allow people to be imperfect, right? And you have to allow them to have their human emotions, whether that be anger, whether that be generosity, whatever it is, you have to allow them to be them. And if you want to deal with them and be with them, then let them be them pers- themselves, that's what makes the relationship. Two people who are themselves who decided to, to put it together and ground out this thing called life. So that's my little quick spew for today. Uh, I may come back to you later on today. If I don't, uh, it will definitely be tomorrow. Uh, Happy New Year. Um, I hope all your relationship endeavors work out. Uh, I hope everything is good. What you I hope everything is well. If not, hit me up talk to me. Um, you can always email me. Um, my email is in there if it's not it is uh www dot collins dot johnson sorry 83 at gmail.com and uh i'm i'm really quick with emails uh i can answer all your stuff uh if not you can jump over to my uh youtube channel just comment on one of my youtube uh videos uh that i make and i definitely always respond to comments because i don't have that many followers so It's not a problem for me to get back to you. But if you got any questions, I'm here. Um, And other than that, I wish you a good day.